Welcome to Touching Hearts and Changing Lives, hosted by Rev. Otley Holmes, Senior Pastor of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church in Mesa, Arizona, where our vision is touching hearts and changing lives by the power of His Word, Luke 4, 18 and 19. Our mission is to go ye therefore and teach all nations, Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Now, please join us in a study of the Word of God. Welcome once again to Touching Hearts and Changing Lives. This is Pastor Holmes, your radio Bible teacher, and it is my privilege and my pleasure to be back amongst my listening audience once again as we study together the Word of God. I get excited when I come into the studio to be able to expound on God's Word. The more I teach, the more I know, the more I teach and know, the more I grow. And my prayer is what God's mandate is. I want to be conformed to the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. I'm no one special. I'm just called of the Lord. Amen. But as always, let us open with the word of prayer. Father, we thank you once again for allowing us to be in your presence for the study of your word. We pray now, Father, that the master teacher, your Holy Spirit, will just come and and, and take control of our hearts and minds that whatever we do and say will edify and glorify you and your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you. We simply ask and give you permission to conform us to the image of your son, Jesus Christ. We ask this all in Jesus' name, for his name's sake. Amen. Well, if you've been following along, we're in an extended study of the book of Acts. We've just been kind of going through the book. And this week, we're going to start in chapter 18. And uh, we're going to expound on it and just keep moving on until we come to the end of this book. And then I will allow the Lord to lead me into our next formal study. Amen? Amen. Chapter 18. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth. Now, when I was in school, one of the things that one of the professors used to do was he used to use the book of Acts. It's it's the history of the church, the Acts of the Apostles. And the way we used to study, I really enjoyed because he would read through Acts. And as we got to Ephesus, then we would study the Ephesians, book of Ephesians. When we got to Corinth, we would study the Corinthian epistles. So you may want to just kind of take that up. And and it helps you to put together a timeline, the chronological events and the way they took place as Paul traveled on his missionary journey. So we find that, that in chapter 17, he was in... Uh, Athens, and he was debating with some of the philosophical uh, people at the, of the time, and he was telling them about the true and the living God, that they needed to repent, that God was always close by, and all they had to do was receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. So now he's leaving Athens, and he's on his way to Corinth. And he says, and I and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because that Claudius had commanded all Jews depart from Rome and came unto them. And because he was of the same craft, he abode with them and wrought, for by their occupation they were tent makers. So we see now that Paul is in Corinth, and what does the Lord do? The Lord has a divine appointment for Paul to meet this husband and wife, uh, Aquila and Priscilla. And the fact that they are tent makers means that there are times when when Paul was supported fully in his ministerial work, but there are other times, such as this, that he had to rely on his craft, and he was a tent maker. So we find that now he meets two other tent makers, and let us see how the story unfolds. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. And when Silas and Timothy were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was Christ. 
Now we know that Paul's mandate was to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. So Paul would always find the synagogue, whatever city he went into, and he would go in there. And, and the Bible says, I love what it says here in, in this 18th chapter, he said he was pressed in the spirit, meaning that Paul could not contain himself. He would not be able to sit and mince words. He had to come straight to the heart of the message, and that is Jesus is the Christ. They were looking for a Messiah, but they did not accept Jesus as the Messiah because he did not fit the pattern that they had established in their own hearts and minds of what the Messiah must be like. They expected that what God had done in the past, he would always raise up a military leader who would lead them out from oppression. So they had been oppressed by the Roman Empire, and when Jesus came along, they could not buy into the fact that Jesus the carpenter's son was the Messiah. But Paul's mandate and mission was to make sure that his people, the Jews, understood, had the chance to hear, was witnessed to by him about the reality that this Jesus of Nazareth is the Messiah. He had already come. And we know that God even called his own people stiff-necked and hard-hearted. They would not always receive the message that Jesus was the Christ. Now, Paul was actually supporting this ministry, and the fact is soon would receive financial support from the Philippian church when Silas and Timothy arrived, and the support would free him to preach the gospel and to minister full-time. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we almost need to always remember that when we can support our pastors, that frees the pastor's heart and his mind up, that he will be able to minister to you full-time. Now, we are starting to see here in this 18th chapter the, the, the structure of what it means to be a disciple for Christ. A Christian disciple worshipped and taught, this, this Christian, it would be Paul, taught and worshipped every Sabbath. If we are to be true disciples of Jesus Christ, we cannot be uh, Sunday come lately's. We must be dedicated unto the Lord to be into his house of worship every Sunday. Remember in Hebrews it says, Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together such as the habit of some. We cannot miss Sunday and then and come and then skip a couple of Sundays and then come. You cannot really consider yourself a disciple of Christ. And unfortunately, for many, we think discipleship is because I know Christ for my salvation that I am a disciple of the Lord. But the Bible talks very specifically about what a disciple must do. And Paul, being pressed in the spirit, is telling the story. And when you and I look around, if we are truly disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, when we look around in this world, when we see what's going on, we ought to be pressed in our spirit also. There's too many people dying every day on their way to hell because the church has not opened her mouth to tell someone about Jesus. Not everybody we tell about Jesus Christ is going to accept Jesus Christ. That's the unfortunate piece. Our mandate is to tell. It is God's business who receives. So all we have to do is be willing to go out and tell someone about Jesus. Amen? Let's go a little further. And when they had opposed themselves and blasphemed, he shook his raiment and said unto them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From henceforth I will go unto the Gentiles. Now Paul saying, I came and told you the truth. My job is complete. You did not receive it to the point that they, the Bible says that they began to blaspheme the name of Jesus. 
He said, the Bible says that Paul shook off his raiment. In other words, he, he, he like Jesus said, when you go into the city, if they do not receive you, shake the dust off your feet. There are times when you can do your best, but people will not receive the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when that happens and you have done all that you can do, you and I can make not make anyone receive the message of good news. But it is our job to tell the message of good news. And when you run into somebody that's going to begin to cuss you out and so on and so forth, blaspheme God, then it's time sometimes when the Spirit tells you so to walk away. Because not all of us that in Christ received Jesus Christ the first time we heard the message. But if the truth be known, we were pricked in our hearts. And sometimes when we were pricked in our hearts being convicted of the Spirit, we push back, if you will. So I always tell people and forewarn people that when you do shake the dust off your feet or like Paul did here, you shake your raiment off, then you know it's by the power and the mandate of the spirit that you're doing this and not just because you say I'm through. Because I know I had to hear the message several times before the message finally got through in my heart. Amen. Because when you come out of the enemy's camp and we were all in the enemy's camp, he is not going to let us go willingly. That he will put up a fight. He blinds our eyes. He sighs of death in our ears. And he hardens our hearts. He does not want us receiving the message of good news that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came in the flesh, lived, died, was buried, and resurrected, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. But when we realize the truth, and the truth is told to us, and the Spirit opens our understanding, then we can walk into uh, the sanctuary, and we can lift up holy hands, and we can praise God with a whole heart. One of the things Paul uh, knew that he could no longer preach in the synagogue, and so now he says, you know what? I'm going to turn my mission toward the Gentiles. And he departed thence, verse 7, and entered into a certain man's house named Justice, one who worshiped God, whose house joined hard to the synagogue. Now, Justice more than likely was a, uh, a proselyte, a Jewish proselyte, and who would be, became, should be, and excuse me, became a believer in Jesus Christ. All right. It says, and Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his house, and many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed and were baptized. So when we start to see here, we're starting to see the fruit of the message. We're starting to see that people were beginning to understand what the message of Paul that Paul was preaching was now starting to take root in the hearts and minds of those who were hearing the message, were open to the, re the message, and were receiving the message. And because they were doing that, their hearts were turned towards Jesus Christ, and Paul now was baptizing many of them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I tell you, my brothers and sisters, there is no greater feeling than when you lead someone to Jesus Christ, when they understand that they are a sinner in need of a Savior, when they understand that their goodness is as filthy rags in the sight of God, when they understand there is no amount of good deeds they can do to enter into the kingdom of heaven, when they understand that the only way that they can get to God is through Jesus Christ when they understand that he is their Lord and Savior and he's died for their sins to pay the price that they could not pay there is no greater experience that you can have well by the clock on the wall I'm gonna have to wind this program down once again please tune in again next week call me write me encourage me pray for me as I pray for you I would invite you to come by on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. for our Bible study 7 to 8 30 
Uh, Sunday school is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. Our worship service begins at 11 a.m. Thursday evenings, we have Faith Bible Institute. Friday nights, we have a new study called uh, Discipleship Cross. We are about teaching the Word of God. We have many other teaching ministries that I will not take the time right now to name. But you can visit us on the web at uh, www.smbcmesa.org or check us out on touchingheartsandchanginglives.podbean.com. Pray for me as I pray for you. Take care. Tune in again next week. May the Lord bless you and keep you is my prayer. God bless. Touching Hearts and Changing Lives radio program is an outreach ministry of Shiloh Missionary Church and is hosted by Rev. Otley W. Holmes, Jr., Senior Pastor. Please join us every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. on KXXT 1010. We're located at 56 South Robson Mesa, Arizona, 85210. It's right on the corner of Robson and First Avenue in downtown Mesa. Service times are Wednesday evening prayer meeting, 5.30 to 7 p.m. and Bible study, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Sunday morning, Sunday school, 9 a.m. Worship service is at 11 a.m. For more information, call 480-844-2687 or email sbchurch1011 at quest.net. Be sure to log on to the website www.smbcmesa.org. This program has been sponsored by the membership of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church.